So he's abstaining himself. Thoughts and prayers. You have blinds all this time? Someone's dog is shitting in my yard. <laughs> my doll's a whore. It's the Canadian headlock of movies. Mag! I got a hard ticket to Hawaii! Frozen dumb Skype face. Tongue half out. Boogers falling out my nose. I have a roll of scotch tape. I'll break the ice. Hi. Oh, damn it. I was just like, <laughs> let's see how long it goes until somebody makes it awkward. But uh, it's always there. <laughs> uncomfortable silences. Uh, <laughs> always there for the save. I can always count on him. Oh, hey. <laughs> Don't like to be squirming in my seat after 30 seconds of recording. <laughs> this, Perfect. Nothing like a good intro for the show of like an you know 20 minutes of silence to see who's... <laughs> <laughs> who will break first? It's yeah. like a game you'd play with your kids. Let's see you be quiet at the longest. <laughs> if we have any listeners, that is, after our last episode with me literally dying on uh, for the full 90 minutes. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I did have a few comments that said they were throwing up. Couldn't listen anymore. <laughs> yep. Oh, I you should have waited till the end. The end was like the... The money shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only problem is that we were the ones giving it, and they were the ones receiving it. Oh, so they received. <laughs> they received. They didn't even get paid. I mean, no. It wasn't even asked for. Yep, it just... We were the top, they were the bottom, we were the pitchers, they were the catchers. You know the drill. Eugene, you... you... <laughs> You could have at least bought him dinner first. I mean, come on. I know. This was <laughs> seriously. This was that was a complete raw dog episode. There. <laughs> what do they say? A trip to Applebee's always greases the wheels. <laughs> uh huh. Ah, uh, I mean, we're two minutes in, and I'm crying. Oh. <laughs> so tired. Uh huh. <sighs> Now, how are you, TJ? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm home for the next couple weeks. I just got uh, not home with pay from my job. They we were the last group that they let you know let stay home. So out of the fifteen hundred employees, so yeah. <laughs> was wow. there any? Uh, uh, not to get all serious, but was there any state mandates that came down in your state? It's a little different here in Ohio. I mean, we've been tracking it, but. Uh... What's going on in Maine? Um, basically, a lot of it, it kind of goes uh, city by city, town by town. But some of the ones that's universal is uh, you can't go anywhere to eat, to like dine in or anything like that. No bars. But they are doing alcohol delivery to the home so people don't have to go out, which is, you know, that's a good thing. Um, you can still go to like stores and stuff like that. But some of the some of the cities here have basically... All non-essential stores, small businesses, everything needs to be closed for at least the next couple weeks. They're doing curbside alcohol. Oh, they're doing that here. They're doing that here, too. You can order to any of the restaurants or 
bars and they'll, you know, you could just go out and they'll bring your beer out to you or whiskey or whatever you want. So it's, it's, it's just amazing <laughs> to me how, um, all of those rules just went away overnight. Like, well, we can't, you can't take your beer home with you. What are you talking about? Oh, hmm. well, now you can. We'll bring it out to your car. Just call ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm assuming the only reason that people would actually do that is to support the actual restaurants. Because why wouldn't you just go to the grocery store and buy your six pack of beer or whatever? I, I it's yeah, gonna it, be yeah, worse. It's supporting the restaurant. That's the okay. way I take it. But yeah. it's just yeah. funny how all these little bullshit rules just vanish. Yeah. In, there's in, a. There's a lot of there's a lot of small businesses where I am, you know, there's not a lot of like chain places. Uh so this is that's kind of a way to help keep some of these smaller businesses going that are that are still open like the restaurants and stuff, but a lot of places they have to be closed by I think it's eight o'clock. They're making a lot of the businesses like have to be shut hmm. down by eight, things like that. But there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Like a lot of the a lot of the uh like grocery stores and stuff like that are doing like a six to seven or, or a six to eight where anybody like 55 or older can go in in the morning and shop without having it be a lot of people in there. And, you know, the, the people that are most at risk. Yeah. Motherfuckers. What in the world? Oh, you hit record. This is... <laughs> Welcome behind the scenes, TJ. This is what you don't get to hear because I delete all this shit. <laughs> Deal with the dogs! But... Or I'll take away Minecraft! <laughs> dun, dun, oh. dun. Deal with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Let her out, then! <laughs> but I don't want to. I'm scared, Daddy. <laughs> the neighbor's dog is out. What's well, her boyfriend? Let her out. She's not going to get knocked up, so let her go hoe it up. Uh-huh. It, was interesting. it was interesting. I was at a... Uh, we were doing takeout from a local restaurant here just, you know, we're just to support them and or one of our favorite restaurants. So this was last week. This is, you know, everyday shit gets worse, it seems, but... Uh, there, this was already a, we only are doing takeout, so, you know, pull up. And this particular restaurant was actually like, you know what, you can pull up and flash the lights. We're going to come out. We'll take your order and we'll do all that stuff. And so, of course, that didn't go as I was hoping because when we get there, their front door doesn't work anymore. So to go along with all this crap, their front door didn't work. So, the business beside them had been shut down, so that door was unlocked, so you had to go in through another business to actually get into the restaurant, and so... And, and after- just like Eugene, I'm already pissed off. Just hearing oh, yeah. this, I'm already mad. Yeah. So we waited there for a long time, finally drove around to the back of the restaurant. People, like, just no one knew what to do, so I'm like, oh, let's just go in through the other store, So because I'm, I'm like, I'm getting hangry, so we... Pull up front, and I go in, and there's there's the waitress inside. There's oh hi, welcome to, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like eh, flashing the lights and sitting here, whatever. And oh yeah, or the front door doesn't work. I'm like, uh, uh, but this, but the other, you have the other door. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so I'm like, oh here's what we want to to eat, and then um, I said, and I, I guess I'll have a glass of wine too. I'm like, that's gonna be kind of cool. We're gonna sit in the car, and she's like, well, you can get wine, but you have to. Uh, have it at the bar. And I'm like, no shit. Huh. 
And I'm like, that, that doesn't seem quite right. Uh, but I'm like, well, my wife and kids are out there, so, so, of course I'm gonna do it. No, I, I didn't, <laughs> I did not do that. I canceled the wine, but when I came, cause, not, nothing, nothing went smooth, by the way. The food came out and, like, here's one kid's hamburger, five minutes later, here's something else. Where's my napkin? Anyway, so I, I, I was missing something or other, so I went in, I went back inside, and of course it's cold outside. So, you know, huffing it through the cold, and my food's getting cold, and angry, angry. So I went inside, and I'm like, well, at this point, the, this is actually on St. Patrick's Day. And I'm like, the bar is full. People eating and drinking. I'm like, eh, probably aren't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> no. But I'm um, like, th- their, their workaround was, well, you can't drink in your car. You'll just have to just quick drink it at the bar. Or just hang out there and get shit faced at the bar and eat food. I Slam it at the very... bar and then and then head out to your car. See, yeah. see, like, so. see, like up, like up here, there's a maximum no gatherings of more than ten people. So you can't. That's part of the. That's part of the thing with like the bars and stuff. Is yeah. you can't have more than ten people, which includes your workers. So that's how they're getting around. People are getting around, not you know doing the curbside stuff. Oh, excuse me. Oh, well, they they made those uh, uh, proclamations here in Red State, Ohio as well, TJ, but we're <laughs> full of Red State, and it's all a giant hoax, you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't give a shit. Oh, uh, I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she said she lives about uh, 40 minutes from me, give or take, depending on how you drive or fly an airplane. Uh, <laughs> and she said that <clears throat> it's like, a ghost town in her little town. I'm, I said, not, not here. Not in my little town. Here, it's business as usual. Yeah. Everybody's just carrying on. No, uh-huh. it's, it's pretty quiet. It's pretty quiet. I mean, my town's pretty quiet anyway, but this is, you know, outside of people just going to like the grocery stores and stuff, you don't really see much traffic and whatever. Same so. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, do we need anything else for the Corona update? Can we? No, it's depressing. No, we're good. It's depressing <laughs> and boring. And I'm I'm bored. Conference call this morning about it from the boss. And oh yeah, I'm getting updated emails every day about what's going on and what they're doing. And 99 percent of it doesn't apply to me anyway. It's just you know, it's bad enough when yeah. I have to do deal with that at meetings at work, let alone you know when I'm at home. So <laughs> yeah, yep. All I'm ready right. to talk uh, some movies. <laughs> yes, let's talk some movies. Uh, let's. Are you guys ready for the roulette? Absolutely. Ready. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. I'm TJ. And here's the roulette. Oh, TJ, do you want to do the... Dive in the ocean cinema. Dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. That was so much closer than my actual co-host. <laughs> Uh, what are you bringing for the roulette, TJ, so I can write it down? Uh, Primal, the new Nick Cage movie, or newer Nick Cage movie. Well, he has one every week. Okay, this episode <laughs> of the roulette, it is 3022 up against Platform, up against Primal that TJ is bringing. And TJ, I will let you go first, Eugene will go second, I will go third. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, Primal's 2019, starring Nick Cage, Famke Jansen, directed by Nick Powell. Uh, the summary is Frank Walsh is a skilled big game hunter 
specializing in rare and dangerous species. He has recently caught an extremely rare white jaguar in the rainforest of Brazil and now expects to sell it to a zoo for a fortune. This is really long. Frank books a ship to deliver the jaguar along with other animals to the U.S. However, authorities also need the ship to transport a notorious killer who must be brought to trial and who, for medical reasons, cannot be transported by plane. So that's your basic synopsis. Um, <laughs> I remember that trailer. That actually looked like a, a Nick Cagey thing direct video that I would actually want to watch. Oh, it's very Nick Cagey. It's like it's like that borderline rage cage of like almost too over the top, but it's dialed back just enough that it's not super super. You know, it's not Wicker Man rage cage, but it's you know so. <laughs> Uh, overall, this was, I thought this was pretty entertaining. Um, it felt like other movies I've seen that were kind of along the same plot line, but it moved along at a decent pace and I was never bored. My best description of this film would be if you took Con Air, Rage Cage, and mixed it with Under Siege. That's my best description of this. Don't get your hopes up. It's not that good. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's kind of in between. But, uh, Cage amps it up in this one, but it's just below the threshold of it being too annoying. It's worth a watch if you're a fan of any of the things that I mentioned. Like I said, for, for a roulette type movie, this is perfect. But it's uh, not one you're going to be like, I'm going to rush right out to see this <laughs> type thing. I'm you still know. in. I'm yeah, me too. Out. If you're a fan, you know, like if you like the Under Siege and Con Air and that type of that type of kind of schlocky action where it's just so over the top. Oh, so <laughs> do, 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 do. here he is. So if you're into that schlocky action, you know, over the top stuff, this is, uh, this is definitely right up the alley. It's a good, good flick to throw on right now because it's pretty brainless, you know. You're going to question everything they do and boy, that's stupid, but I can't stop watching. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm doing that with most things in my life right now. So (laughs) Eugene, just a, just a quiet smirking nod. No, because I'm waiting to talk about my movie. What an angry, angry text messaging we did back and forth. Oh, lots of. Oh, God, had nothing to do with movies. Uh, No, but I'm very curious to hear what you thought about your movie, because I've heard some uh, very good reviews from other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Platform. Platform. Uh, This is a Spanish movie uh, that is like you it's getting a lot of buzz, positive buzz. Um, I will keep, I'm not going to go full spoilers on this, but, um, I will say that this movie is basically, it's an allegory for capitalism and trickle down the trickle down economics. Um, very, very, very heavy handed political and even religious, I guess. Um, (laughs) it just, this is a very, very, very well-made movie and well-acted and well-directed and it has some genuinely disgusting, gory parts in it. And it's just not the movie I wanted to watch right now. Just, just angry. Angry. 94 minutes of just anger. Uh, this 
thing called The Pit, where... But it's not, I mean, it sounds like it's not a shitty movie, you just... No, 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 not at all, no. Okay. It's just not uh, what you want th- right now. <laughs> oh, I just, it was this thing called The Pit, which is kind of this prison, two people per level, and it's an infinite number of levels, and it starts at zero, level zero, and there's this huge, big platform of food, like beautiful, beautifully prepared food, and it just keeps going down every level, and you have a certain amount of time, you're not able to keep food back, you have to, when it moves down, there can be no food on your floor anymore, so obviously the top, you know, the top ten levels or whatever, whatever, are just devouring, like just being hogs, devouring food, and then as it goes down more and more and more, it's, there's nothing left for anybody, and there's this guy that, oh, and every month, you get switched to another level. So you might be on level 10, and the next month you're at level 250, and so on and so forth. And lots of allegories about politics and religion. Lots. <laughs> oh, this speaks volumes, volumes <laughs> to our text messages this morning. Oh, angry. <laughs> rage. Oh, I was just... Oh, Hot anger the, the whole way through, and if I'm like, just let's get this done. Now I'm pissed. You're talking about it, and I'm pissed. <laughs> and it's a good movie. Here, think uh, every every now and then they would just brutalize someone. I'm like, well, that was just disgusting. And cannibalism's in there, and just gross food. Like by the time we get down to level 100 or whatever, the food that like the big platform full of food is just gross. Of just people stepping on it. There's Oh, there's a poop scene. There's that. Someone gets pooped on. Um, yeah, this is this is MAGA. That MAGA. Back to you, Eric. Okay. I'm crying. I'm literally crying right now. Oh boy, oh, that was. That's a better review and more insightful than the one that I'm about to give. Um, let's talk about 3022 as much as this person can. Um, I'm gonna tell everybody right now, just don't, don't count this review. Just don't even, if you were curious about 3022. I just put just, it on my uh, queue. Yeah, just, I did too. It's in mine. Just don't listen to this, because I paid attention to about a fourth of it, and and the rest of it was relegated to the background, so I couldn't tell you a whole lot of what happened in this movie. I could tell you about the beginning, and I could tell you about the end. Oh, the fucking end. And here's what I can definitely tell you about this movie, is I am sick to death. Of, of, as the sci-fi guy, so I watch all this sci-fi bullshit. Anytime it's sci-fi, I gotta dive in on that grenade, but those, that little tiny niche subgenre where it's people trapped in a spacecraft and it's only oh. a couple of people in an end and we're floating off into space and maybe the earth is gone or maybe it's polluted or maybe we can't return but we don't really know but we gotta have dream sequences about fucking ships i'm over it i'm so over these kinds of movies i freaking hate them so it's the sci-fi genre version of a haunted house movie is what you're telling telling me it's that typical. I, I, it's 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 even some other lower level than that. It's oh. it's the 
Is it haunted? <laughs> Maybe. Hold on, let's have a flashback. Wait, wait, wait. Now we're going to flash forward. Well, then we'll flash back in the middle there. Well, sometimes our character has kind of gray hair, and then sometimes he doesn't. Is he crazy? Is he dreaming? Don't know! Nobody knows! I don't know what the hell's going on. I hate this subgenre shit of... I'm done with it. Eugene, I, I'm... You can keep throwing them up there, you know, because you gotta try and th- throw me sci-fi picks whenever you can, but... Oh, son of a bitch, the next time I take one of these... I'm trapped in a spacecraft I'm with two people floating through space, and we gotta have conversations and argue and fight... Was this special effects? Were they good, or were there much of them Awful. at all? Uh, no, almost none. And when they finally got around to it in the third act, I was, I was embarrassed for the film. Oh. And I'm not saying this is an asylum level badness. It's not. It's just I'm sick of this shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's asylum is way more annoying and they do way they're way more lazy like this movie actually is trying and it's probably telling a story i don't know because i couldn't pay attention to the dumb shit uh so like i said take it with a grain director john suits let's see what else he's done i don't like your name john suits (laughs) and it's disappointing because omar epps angus mcfadden i mean it's got name actors in it. it Ah, let's see. He has directed things and stuff. I I haven't heard of a single one of these things. Uh, Oh, but he's been a producer on a few roulettes that have gotten some thoughts from Eugene because I throw (laughs) them up there because they're horror related. Oh, oh, pandemic extracted. Oh. 3022, everyone. That, that's that's all I got. Are you ready for the next round? I'll be deleting that one off my list. New, no, thank you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Didn't you watch one recently where it was one guy in a little space capsule and... Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I endured that business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that no... It's that no... It's, it's that no budget thing. It's just it has no budget and it but tries they, to But they had enough it. of a budget... They had enough of a budget that they had uh, the, how do I even say it? They had the space hallways. And it's enough in the future that you can smoke cigarettes in a spaceship in space. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was, you had a budget at least to make uh, sets and shit that were legit. Yeah. But then in the end, it's like, oh, do we know what happened to Earth? We don't. It's just arguing. The whole movie is arguing. Maybe maybe Earth is still okay. Maybe they're not. Maybe we should turn around. Maybe we should keep going to Jupiter. Get, continue for an hour and 45 minutes. Or, oh, just on and on and on. I'm, I'm, I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. That will be going off my list because I don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, I, I, would, I would pause it and I'd go, how much, how much, is, how much is left? Oh, 45 minutes. Like, oh... I, that, that's three episodes of Metalocalypse I could be watching. But, nope, I'm doing this! <laughs> Two episodes a week. I don't know if I can, li- I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can do it. 
<laughs> Two roulettes a week? You're, oh, it's getting stressful. Uh, Eugene, next round, please. <clears throat> okay, first up, this movie is a new one on Hoopla. After Midnight, TVMA's drama horror science fiction, hour 23 minutes, when his girlfriend suddenly disappears, leaving a cryptic note as her only explanation. Hank's comfortable life and his sanity begin to crack. Then, from the woods surrounding his house, something terrible starts trying to break in. The cover is awesome, but that should mean nothing. Um, yeah, that might... I don't know. Uh, next up is Midsummer, which is a great movie made by Top Ten. Uh, just full disclosure, this is the theatrical version, not the extended version that I saw. I have not seen this particular cut of it. This is on Canopy. So the theatrical version is an hour and 28 minutes of complete and total... Weirdness from Sweden. Uh, this group of college-age kids go there for the Midsummer Festival, and uh, Wicker Man stuff happens. It's great. Great movie, and I think that you should watch it. And lastly, this is a documentary, The Animal People. Fifteen years in the making, this feature documentary follows uh, the journey of six young Americans who find themselves targeted as terrorists by the U.S. government for their involvement in a controversial protest campaign. Um, FBI began an unprecedented campaign of surveillance in preparation for prosecution, blah, blah, blah. I'm guessing this is animal activism and, um, all that stuff. And I'm not, I would imagine it's probably not the feel good documentary of the year, but usually documentaries are kind of safe picks and this sounded interesting. So there you go. I, I'm, I'm looking all over our Facebook page on my, um, text messaging. You asked for a movie. What was it? Oh, The Room on Shudder. 2019, with uh, Olga Kurlenko, is that her name, I think? That is your pick number one, because I'm, I, there are like four movies named The Room, I'm not even going to bother looking it up. Whatever it is, The Room on Shudder, with, and with Olga Kurlenko, I'm in. Uh, you can have that. Uh, I've also got, Every time I die, after a man is murdered, his consciousness travels through bodies of his friends to protect them from his killer on Netflix. And lastly, uh, Hell House LLC Part 3. <laughs> Haven't seen Part 2, but you had your chance. So I, now I did. you're I, on to Part 3. <laughs> I whiffed it. Yep. <laughs> I don't even think I need to bring up a synopsis for that. You can. Yeah. It's going to be what it is. <laughs> By the way, the room, the synopsis of the room, it's drama, mystery, sci-fi. Matt and Kate buy an isolated house. While moving, they discover a strange room that grants them an unlimited number of, materi of material wishes. But since Kate has had two miscarriages, what they miss the most is a child. And, that uh, sounds awful. But you oh, enjoy that if you want it. Yep, I shall take that. <laughs> Hour and 40 minutes? Oh, yeah. I'm, yep. Gotta love shit with uh, babies and newborns and... Yeah. Sure, that'll work out great. Yeah. Uh, the movie you picked isn't even on my notes. <laughs> he takes the room. And I will take... Oh, Midsummer. Even though it's a theatrical whatever, I, I was like... Uh, I, I noticed that popped up one of my... Uh, a critic that I chit chat with from Cleveland had mentioned that was on uh, what is it Canopy? Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna finally I get to watch it. Yay! I've got to still check that out myself. I've been dying to see that one. Even though I was 
sketchy on his last movie. I, I still, it was, it was very well made. I had criticisms about it, but it was still a very well made film. It was enjoyable. I just, I thought it was, a, there was a lot of lost potential there as far as pacing. Like if you had scaled everything, uh, down earlier so we knew what was going on and then not end so mysterious it felt like a little bit of lazy writing and it, like hey leave you in the mystery it's like yeah but you could have given us a little bit more information uh but yeah it is what it is there's still that that scene out the car that's just judas priest is that hardcore is that every time i die movie do you say that was on netflix yep that sounds like something I need to check out. I haven't even, I don't think I've even seen that on my list, actually. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I've even seen that pop up, but yeah, I want to check it out. This is the way it goes, every episode. And the, there he goes, my dogs are barking. It just... <sighs> the amount of editing that I do, oh my god. Uh, I have no idea where we went. Anyway, hey, I got an idea while Eugene's gone. Let's plug TJ shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there. Yeah, sure. Why not, man? <laughs> what are you up to, man? It's been too long. Um, doing band stuff. Rebooted Average Joe's Driving. Released the first couple new episodes there. Um, yeah, that's about it. That you know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so we're uh, we're recording a new album. Um, in the studio with producer Evan Sammons of Last Chance to Reason fame. He's worked on a lot of stuff with Jason Sukoff. Um, and, uh, for those of you who don't know, Jason Sukoff is, uh, he does a lot of big metal bands like Trivium, Death Angel, stuff like that. Uh, Evan's Damn. one of his, Evan's one of his drum guys that goes down, does a lot of his drum tech stuff. And, uh, Evan has a studio. We've known Evan for a long time, so we went in and tracked drums a few weeks ago, but I don't know right now with all the stuff that's going on when we're ever going to get back into the studio, so we're just kind of waiting right now, you know? <laughs> you guys are making me nuts. Deal with the dogs! I, every time we hit record, dude, just you hit record and it's nonstop. It doesn't stop. Uh, but those are some big bands for that producer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, not him. He, you know, he's worked like the main producer for those bands. Like I said, he's their drum guy. So he gotcha. goes down, sets all the drums and stuff up, you know, but Evans, Evans been doing a lot of big bands as well. You know, bigger bands as well up here. So. He has a, like I said, that's still a big deal for those of you that haven't been in a uh, studio before with a band. Uh, setting up the drums is the biggest pain in the ass. As a guitar player, you're sitting there going, oh, you're waiting on me to tune? Yeah. Fuck you, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All those times you gave me shit on stage about, hold on, let me tune my six strings. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the amount of time it takes to set up a drum set in the studio is. Oh. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's ridiculous! It's ridiculous! I mean, you've got to, you got to tune it, then tune it again, then play it, then tune it again, tune it again. Then, then it's all about mic placement with drums. Uh, so then you've got to move the mic over a quarter of an inch, move the mic over a quarter. No, that no, put it back to where it was originally. You know, so that's the 
one good thing with Evan is, is Evan is a phenomenal drummer. He's like one of the best drummers to ever come out of the state of Maine. And, uh, Evan has a sweet kit. So we have the option of using his sweet kit when we go, which means it's usually all set up. So we don't have to frig around too much, which saves a ton of time. So, because Evan also does studio work, you know, if you can convince your drummer to use somebody else's kit. Oh, my drummer is all about using Evan's kit when he can, because oh, okay. he's like, you know, that's that that kit is just, like, ridiculous, expensive, and beautiful, you know, so my drummer's like, I'm good with that, you know, whatever, so it does make a huge, huge difference. I'm going to share a video with you as soon as we get done with this, and it's one of the first, well, it's the, the only music video I ever cut together for my last band, but I always videotape tons of shit. I was way into videotaping everything at the time. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I videotaped was us in the studio. And it's just the first like 30 seconds is just trying to get that that snare uh, tuned in with the recording equipment. And it's me. It's on. The camera's on me. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, tink, 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 tink. That's... <laughs> But then I cut it into the beginning of the song. It's pretty funny. You know, the, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about being the vocalist is I'm the last one to go down, so I don't have to sit and watch anybody. I go in after everything is all done and do my stuff. <laughs> so makes my life easier, you know. And you don't have to carry any equipment. <laughs> merch. I'm the. I take care of merch, so I carry yeah. that. You know. <laughs> but well, do more than some vocalists I've seen. Yeah. Uh, where you where the hell were we? Uh, I think we had just finished up the roulette. <laughs> oh, yeah. Finishing up the roulette. Uh, next episode on the roulette, it'll be Midsummer up against the room. <laughs> All right. Well, now what? Um, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Bitch Sesh Part uh, 2. Let's do it. <laughs> What's going on outside your window? I was going to say, did Eugene pass out and fall on the floor? Cause all Knock on the out. door. <laughs> and... <laughs> Who was it? Why? Hmm. The neighbor. Oh, they were standing back. Isolating? They were standing back. <laughs> but questions. And... Then after that, it was like, like a couple questions about homework with the kids and head. Like as soon as I step out of the office, it's like, oh, fair game. You're fair. You're fair game now. You are claws in. You fair game. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's sirs. not just a cat. Nope. <laughs> Did want to quick, quick say a special happy birthday to Jessica Chastain today. <laughs> this is what he brings. Um, this is what he brings. Just, especially her. That might be the only one, but I just I. I <clears throat> I feel for her on this day because <laughs> because of what's going on, but she's well, just with you know, it's kind what of shitty to mean? celebrate your birthday in this particular climate right now. So, but still, my heart will go on. <laughs> I still still waiting. I don't understand. What you're saying. Yeah, uh, because we've all been through this pandemic before. Yeah. Uh, She's the same age as us. She's in between yeah. us, so she's never been through this. So anyway, before, so. <laughs> uh, 
what do you guys got? That's what I got. Phones out. <laughs> what has she been in? Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yep. Uh, Nothing. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. The Tree of Life, Part Two, and Chapter Take Two, Shelter, and oh, uh, she was in that uh, boobs movie. What was that boobs oh. movie? Mom or something? Mo oh, Mama. Cleavage, the movie is what I called it. Yeah. Cleavage. The Martian. Uh, sure. I mean, happy birthday, Steve McQueen. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> X-Men Dark Phoenix, she was Vuck. <laughs> I mean, what? V-U-K? Is Excuse that Vuck you? Or... <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, I... No. It's, that sounds like that... Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it sounds like that. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like that trailer for with Colin Farrell. His name is Fuck, but it sounds uh, like Fuck, but it's Fuck. So yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm Don't fuck with Fuck. <laughs> you know, instead of Buck. Well, anyway, happy birthday, Jessica. <laughs> Send us your feedback. <laughs> I don't know if she still listens to our show anymore after my, uh, after my. She's like, finally I made it. They gave me a birthday that shout is what out. what we are here for. <laughs> I'm looking at my recently viewed on IMDb and it's just, uh, who is that of 3022? Because the whole time I was like, I recognize that person, but what have they been in? And then I go look at their IMDb and I'm like, nope, don't know them. Uh, fuck that movie. Oh, there goes my neighbor walking her dog. And, up oh, is he pooping? No. Mm. Your is, your na- is your neighbor pooping um, in the yard or the dog? I would actually be okay with, if a neighbor would actually literally drop draws and take a dump in my yard. I, you know what? That's ballsy. <laughs> I, would, I would actually be okay with that. Um, they'd have to clean it up, though, but I'd be okay with that. And, and, and that, that, that she waved at the house opposite yeah, us, and I don't see anybody in the windows, which means there's someone sitting in there that I can't see, but I don't like the fact that they're in there and they might be able to see me in here. And... That's... It's... TJ, do you see how he's always just looking not at you? He's always looking yeah. over the computer. This is what I do with well, every episode. I have a he's huge not flat paying attention. TV to, to, like, to I'll, be saying, world. I'll be saying something, and then... <laughs> it reminds me of the person I knew with the wonky yeah. eye. You never know if they were looking at you or not. <laughs> I'll be saying something, and he'll, he'll, he'll immediately ask me a question like, oh, but what about this? Is this... A thing, and I'll go. I literally just oh, said. Oh, I see movement over that there. That's the thing, but he's. He, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to close Eugene my blinds. Is, <laughs> Eugene <freaks>. is slow. <laughs> Please keep your blinds all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene is slowly morphing into Billy from yeah, Christmas. I need to. <laughs> this is my safety. I need to. <laughs> he's more like. He's more like a neighbor on Home Improvement. <laughs> Al, oh, what's his name? What was it? No, what was it? Al. No, but was, he's uh... always this. Oh man, I can't remember. I haven't seen that show in like twenty uh, years, dude. I, I... Uh... <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Come on, I brought my thing to the Gosh. middle segment. You guys got nothing. I at least no. brought something. Uh, like, <laughs> oh really? 
Hold on a sec, let me just click on IMDB and find the very first I'll do the same I'll do the same thing that he does when he's looking for roulette. New movies on so, Hey, so speaking of new movies, I, I got a rabbit trail for us. The uh so what do you guys think is gonna happen outside of the the films that are being released at home and in the theater at the same time right now with all this going on? Do you think that we are still going to get releases like through the summer? Do you think they're just going to eventually go everything direct to video for a while? What's, what's going on with that? Cause I'm, I'm very curious. I know that's messing with our movie fantasy league right now pretty hard. Well, TJ, unfortunately you weren't on the last recording and we're stacking episodes, but we <laughs> Damn it. talked about this. <laughs> no, but yeah, well, I would love to hear your thoughts on that topic. What do you think is going to happen? Because. I, we're both in the same, I, th- I think we kind of fell both like, we've never seen this before. I don't know what, uh, this is weird. I, th- and I, I kind of feel like the movies that are 30 mil basically and under on budget wise, I think you might see those run to direct to video and, uh, direct to video, direct to streaming. Uh, and the ones that are over might just get pushed. I'm still shocked and pissed that they bumped uh, Fast and Furious Nine for a whole freaking yeah. year, and uh, there and then but then there are some like um, Black Widow that are indefinite. They're waiting and seeing, so that might still fall within um, game time. Basically, that that could still drop in you know July, September, yeah. August. Uh, <clears throat> but it I'm I'm I am still drafting uh, in uh, Fantasy Movie League over on a different website for this summer, and it's it's been crazy because. As fast as you draft something, yeah. it's gone. So you have to be real careful and draft stuff late. But what do you think? I I think this is a this is unprecedented. I mean, we've never seen this before. So I kind of I kind of have to agree with you. I think some of the smaller budget movies they're going to just they'll release them, you know, like streaming exclusive or streaming theater releases, kind of like they're doing with some stuff. And I think the bigger ones will get pushed back because they still want that theatrical release where they're gonna. But, but what I, what I really think is going to be kind of weird is because everything is shut down production wise too with stuff that was shooting or going into shooting. Are we going to see like a, a big, you know, like the Sahara desert of empty moviness here for months and months after this is, you know, all through? And how is that going to affect stuff? I mean, maybe because, uh, with not with being called to not congregate and not get a bunch of people together, a movie theater is the last place that anybody's going to be able to go. And it just depends on how we get through this uh, sickness cycle. Are we going to go two weeks and then it's going to start clearing up and the numbers are all going to start dropping? Is it going to be three? Is it going to be four? If, if that happens, you're going to start seeing all those little theaters go away and some of the big theaters are going to close a lot of their branches, but I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We've never been through this. You know, we don't, you know, we can go, we have to go talk to people that have been through the depression. Uh, cause they would know they would have an idea. All the fun shit's going to go away. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if this takes too long and I don't think it's going to necessarily come to that, but at the same time, those will be the first. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That was what I had, but you guys already talked about it. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. You did. There's no way that you could have known that because that episode hasn't been released yet. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, 
Man, there's so many topics I'd like to talk about, but uh, neither. I will say, I, I once theaters open, I think people are so scared. I I know that people want to get out again, but I am not chomping at the bit to get back to the movie theater. I I know the people that sit around so, me in the theater, and I don't want to be around them. So I yep. I mean, it's hacking, coughing, sickness on a good day. On a good day, exactly. Right. And people don't give a shit. And I yeah, these are the same. Yeah. So I'm just... Mm, oh, I'm here's what okay. I got. Uh, Harvey Weinstein <laughs> tests positive for COVID-19. I so would he's like abstaining to be the, himself? Uh, <laughs> no. I would like to be the first person to say this. I sincerely, wholeheartedly, hope he has a rapid, rapid healing process. Because I don't want him to die. <laughs> you want him to suffer in prison. For as long as humanly possible. <laughs> Get well, Harvey. Get well, mm-hmm. please. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eh, maybe just thoughts. Maybe just thoughts. <laughs> I don't to know the dark I overlord. I don't um, know if I, I care that much. Uh, hail Satan. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot oh I'm just uh, I mean there's things I'd like to talk about but I'd like to talk about Westworld season 3 but Eugene hasn't seen part season 2 so he doesn't give a shit I haven't seen uh, season 2 yet either uh, Metal Metalocalypse uh, Who, who's enjoying Metalocalypse I know I am yes me too and I'm almost done with season 2 it is... I just finished season 1 up this morning and I'm on to season 2 right now is there in can I get back up so it's not just me that gets, uh, uh, is this not the most Eugene thing ever? Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> it is. It's the most Eugene thing ever. So Eugene, <laughs> I'm oh, surprised Eugene doesn't, it. Bur- dude, it's, it's, it's got gore. It's got comedy. It's got dramedy. It's got <laughs> metal. It's got How many seasons. <laughs> are there of this? Four. 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 Okay. Yeah. But, and, and I'm, I, in the first, I don't know how many were in the first one, but in the second one, I'm pushing 20. And I it's think one those, it's one of those, uh, uh, times where, ah, not enough. There's not enough of this. I'm I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's around 20 episodes a season, but they're only like 15 minutes and anywhere between 12 and 15 minutes an episode. So. It doesn't take long to go through them. No, you burn through them. And I listen to the music every single episode i've heard that theme song a million times i listen the songs, every single time the, the thing <laughs> is if you're into metal the songs are awesome like they're very well crafted songs the dudes are brendan small it's and brendan uh, small he does all the bits dude oh yeah he, he does all the guitar and drums and vocals and everything i think well gene gene hoagland from testament and death actually plays drums okay yeah yeah so i mean he has like especially i know a lot i know live when he was doing the stuff live, Gene was his live drummer, at least. I think he may be the actual studio drummer as well, but it's, and it's. Eugene, there's awesome. like original music almost every single episode. And is this, is the music like Cannibal Corpsey or is it more, <laughs> is it not quite as death metal or? It's oh, no, death it, metal. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, how can you go wrong with songs like Mermaider? It's a yeah. song about mermaid murder. I you mean, remember Mermaid, you do? Batman goes down into the ocean and kills a whole bunch Deep of... I, I shared that video with you at least three <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. 
Mermaid, 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 mermaid. Um, so wh- how, where would you guys put this? Uh, you know, we've talked about Rick and Morty for, you know, for the last couple of years now or last year or whatever. So I like that is like the pinnacle of animated adult comedy. Like I would put that above South Park and, and uh, Family Guy and Simpsons at this point. I love Rick and Morty. What uh, where, where does this fall now? It sounds like I this would is- say it's not as it's not, Rick. And, I agree with you. Rick and Morty is the peak. I would say it's below Rick and Morty, but it's above a lot of that other stuff because, one, it's short. Yeah. Uh, the reason that it, I would put it below Rick and Morty is because it's not as funny. It is funny, but it's not as funny as Rick and Morty. But then it gets an extra bump over those other shows because of the death metal and because of the gore. Can we talk about the gore for a little bit? Because The, it is not, the gore is awesome. <laughs> it's almost... It's, a- it, it's not maybe every single episode, but it's damn near every episode. And it is not just... Oh, we fell, this thing fell on some people and they got splattered. I sent it's you like a picture, a... Eugene. It is in-depth uh-huh. eyeballs gored out of their head. It is fucking gross. It's it's like Fulci-level gore, really. It's your comic books. Point. Yeah, but it's, it's animated. <laughs> yeah, it's your comic books that you sent me the pictures of. It is that level of gore. Yeah, yeah for, for me, I mean... This is, like, I agree with Eric. It's, you know, Rick and Morty, and then you've got... This is kind of just just below that, because I think this is even a little bit more specifically geared towards your metalheads. Your people that love this type of music. So if you're not really a metalhead, you definitely are not going to get some of the references and the little... The little things like they go to a lake called Lake Danzig in Poland. Right. There's nice. just lots of there's lots of like yep. little callbacks for metal fans that metal fans are gonna laugh their ass off at, and most people are just not gonna get the references at all. Whereas I think Rick and Morty, even if you're not a super nerd, you're still gonna get some of the humor, uh-huh. you know. <clears throat> oh, and there was an episode that I just watched where, uh, uh, oh, it was such a deep cut. Going exactly to what you're saying, where there was a character. <sighs> can't remember now i think it was a character and it was a doctor or somebody or a lawyer or something and he and they said his last name or it was it was spelled out on the thing on his desk and it was a phonetic pronunciation of a deep cut metal person that i don't even i'm not I, i'm not even familiar with their work i just know them from knowing metal and i was like ah you said so and so's name but you did it phonetically you spelled it wrong but you spelled it phonetically i was like that's well- God, it's beautiful. Or you know, you know, Nathan Explosion work and get Demi Burger instead of right. Demi Borgier. Yes. You know, stuff like Demi that. Demi Borgier, yes. Oh, yeah. nice, you know? nice. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that, and it's just it's it's funny. It's yeah. I loved that. I laughed my ass. I didn't even hear what the hell they were saying for half that episode because I was just looking at his shirt and the logo that said Demi Borgier. <laughs> that was so good. So yeah, is that is that going to be indefinitely on for free, or is that something that just with what we're going through right now that hey we're going to have that available for people to watch? It sounds to me like it's just during this whole thing going on, okay. they're throwing it up for people. Because there's also the movie it. too, right? There's four seasons in the movie. Oh, I didn't know there was a movie. I didn't know there was a movie. I think it's like Death Star Requiem or something like that, or. <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> Death Star oh, I Requiem, so I think. Much. Something like that, yeah. It's great. It's fucking amazing. That's all I know. Yeah. 
Yuji in three episodes. That's all it's, all it's going to take. You'll be done. I actually you know, I have uh, about 45 minutes left of Star Trek Wrath of Khan tonight that I'm going to finish up an eye. I'm like, that might be the, uh, the nightcap. I might start that. But that's so, that's Adult Swim on the Roku. Yes, yep, the only bummer yep. is that you can't go to a, there's no marathon channel, so you have to, you go, go to, to the shows. adults, you go to the Adult Swim channel, you go to shows, you have to scroll over to M, go down to Metalocalypse, and then you have to remember what episode you were on. Uh, oh, okay. But it'll auto but they're play, all on there. Yeah, but it'll autoplay from there on, but you just have to remember, uh, what episode you were on. Yeah. Um, which, which is kind of a bummer, but please, you're getting all the shit for free, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I write a strongly worded letter to somebody if I was paying for this shit, but it's and, free, and it, so I'm not. Yeah. And it's like most shows give it two or three episodes to really kind of get its feet and get going, because I mean the first three episodes are great, but it really starts to hit its stride in about that four, four five, to five six, e- yep. episode. Yep, is when it yep. really really starts to hit its stride. So and it, oh, you'll you will love the music. Hell, there are things I'm in, I'm almost done with season two, and there are still things in this show I don't understand. But the music is so good, you don't, and the gore, you don't give a shit. It's just like just murder people, murder face. Favorite guy in the in the show, by the way. <laughs> There's a, the bass player. His name is Murder Face, and. Will you murder face, murder face, murder, murder face. face? Oh my god, it's so freaking good. Uh, Eugene, I'm not, I'm not kidding. After three to six episodes, you won't give a shit I'm about gonna... any sort of plot stuff. It doesn't matter. It's just. I'm gonna go gore. start my side project, Planet Piss. This is the time to start it right now. You know, I don't, think it's quite, I don't think it's good enough. We should probably just delete it and start over. I'm gonna go kill myself. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Giggity. Oh, happy, whose happy birthday is it? Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, real quick. This might be a little bit more for TJ. I just saw here. Uh, Testament front man, Chuck Billy, tests positive for coronavirus. That's not good news. I like him. He's he's a cool dude. There's two of them in that band that tested positive when they got oh, back from really? the airport. Yeah. I think it's him yeah. and... Uh, one of the guitar players. I'm not sure which one, but I just see that the other day, man. So shout out Speedy Recovery to the dudes from Testament. <clears throat> yeah, I love Testament, man. I, saw I just them saw them last year, and, last yeah. last two summers ago. Yeah, the when the Slayer tour. Yep, yep. That's when I saw them. So that's too bad. Anyway, that just that kind of goes along with Metalocalypse. I am actually very, very looking forward. It to does because this Gene show. Hoagland plays in Testament. Gene Hoagland is the drummer for Testament. Gene Hoagland is the drummer for Metalocalypse. There you go. Ah. For, for Death Clock. So, <laughs> see, we brought and, it no, all back around. <laughs> is is Corpse Grinder? Is he at all like from Cannibal Corpse? Is he at all a part of this show, or do they just base the main guy off of him? I think he's just based off off Corpse Grinder, but Corpse Grinder has guest appearances along with like Kurt Hammett and all these different metal dudes voice different characters in the show as well. And like you just got to watch this. This is this is one of those shows where you watch through all of the end credits because they have scenes cut through all the end credits, and it, every episode ends too quick on purpose. Like yeah. you're you're getting through the plot of the story, and then you're like, oh, now we're gonna find out what happens, and it's like credit credit credit, and then in between the credits, there's little scenes of like, oh yeah, then this and this and this, and everybody dies. So you'll see it. It will be like what. It'll be like Dr. 
Frankenstein Finger Blaster. And then it will be in the end credits. You'll see voiced by Kurt Hammett or whatever. You know, that's just the different and somebody, characters. somebody, a quote-unquote corpse grinder, is in most of the episodes. I Because I, I see that flash. The credits go by too fast. But I see that flash by in the credits almost every single episode is somebody, middle name, quotes, corpse grinder. I don't know who that is, but you, you guys seem to know who that is. But I, I just thought it was yeah. a weird nickname. But maybe George Fisher. Lead singer maybe, of Cannibal Corpse. Maybe it's actually him. I'll, I'll try and pay attention next episode, but... I know uh, he's in a bunch of episodes, but I don't think he's, like, one of the main dudes. Hmm. I think Brendan Small and Tommy Blacka do mo- most of the voices. And, it, Eugene, are you fami- familiar with Brendan Small at all? That name is so familiar, um... He did, he, not only does he do all of the, uh, music and some character voices on this show, he was the driving artistic force, as far as I know, behind home movies and did the main voices of home movies. Oh, wow. That's blast from the past right there. Right. I've, I've sucked that show's cock many a time on on this show. (laughs) Oh, that show is so freaking great, but he's so genius. I actually, I. Well, I was telling you guys privately, but I had the opportunity to interview him one time and uh, when I was writing for that metal magazine and I told the editor, I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm a, if, if it was maybe on this show and I had Eugene to help me, maybe, but he can interview people, Eugene. I can't, I, I just suck. I'm like, da, da. so how's it going now? Uh, you know, or I, I, I interviewed the, uh, uh, lead singer of clutch one of my favorite bands of all time. Neil! I, had, I, I, I sat in a room with him and talked to him and, and I recorded it and I, I, I had four pages of questions and at my third question, I don't even remember what it was at this point, but I said, okay, here's my next question. Yada, yada, yada. I'm being professional reporter guy. And his answer wiped out the rest of my questions. Like that's how bad of an interviewer I am. I just can't. I just Eric, can't do it. <laughs> Eric, tur- Eric turned into Ralphie from The Simpsons, so do you oh. like stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. <laughs> that, that reminds me, I met Jesse, I met Jesse Leach from Killswitch Engage years ago, and uh, he was playing at the venue that I used to book at, and I'm like, I'm like freaking out. Like it was one of the few times I've ever had like a rock star moment where I was like, uh, uh. So I'm sitting there, and my friend Leah knew him, and she's like, go over and talk to him. I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, this is me, dude. I don't get nervous. I don't get starstruck. But So I go over. She finally, like, drags me over to talk to him, and I'm just like, got my head down, kind of kicking my feet back and forth, <laughs> like, um, hey, you're really awesome. I like you. <laughs> I, right. felt like, I felt like a, I felt like a teen girl at an NSYNC concert. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even joking. I could sit down with Tom Cruise and I could probably interview him and it'd be fine. But I, even when it when it came to Neil, uh, I, I it, it that it's that that gif of the guy sitting in the room on fire where he's like, "This is fine." That's what that was me in my head. I was going. As I walked into the room with him, I'm like, this is fine. Be normal. Be cool. This is fine. It's all fine. It's all fine. And I sat there the whole time going, this is fine. And they're like, would you like to ask some questions? And I'm this is fine. It's fine. You know, like, nope. It was I guess, fine. Eric, I do have one question, though. Did he allow you to adjust your pants so that he could do the good time dance? <laughs> and put uh, the innocent lookers in, yes. <laughs> into yes, a did. trance? <laughs> I, I did Eugene. ask him. 
I did ask him a couple of oddball questions just because I, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the whole, uh, process with, with actors when they have to go out and promote a movie and they have to go and sit with the, in a room for 15 hours where these journalists come in and ask him the exact same questions. So, so tell me about your movie. And it's boring as shit. So I right. didn't want to do that. I wanted to ask a couple of interesting questions. So I asked him, uh, do you get all the free cakes that you want? Because he is married to the sister of the guy on Cake Boss. That, that oh, that's show. cool. So I asked him that. That made him <clears throat> laugh. I watched, I went, before the interview, I went and watched a whole bunch of his uh, recent interviews so that I could get all of those shitty questions off the board and not ask him those. And uh, I noticed in a couple of them, he got carried away on movies. So, obviously, let's turn this shit to movies, because I can talk forever about that. Um, So I did that, and we talked for movies about movies. What? What? Come on. Oh, you got your dog? I should go get one of my cats. <laughs> oh, easy. I have a roll of scotch tape. <laughs> hold that up, please. Hold just hold that up. We're gonna go ahead and We're gonna I think we got our Eric doesn't have to draw stick figures this week. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I have no pets, no kids, so you know it's quiet. So living that free, get... <laughs> living that free life. Living that free life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, brag. I get it. <laughs> Hold up your tape, but don't smile. Look very serious. Eugene done, looks very good. disturbed over here. Oh, I'm texting oh, someone. He's I'm, Googling. So he's I'm, doing, I'm doing he's, other stuff. Google he's bored as hell. <laughs> yep. This is what happens. You're good. You're good. Uh, I got it. Uh, okay. Are you guys ready to move on to Recently Watched? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Let's go. Where are we at time-wise? Beautiful. The dog's barking. Cue that. Yes, that's my neighbor dog that I hate. Beautiful. Wonderful. Let's go singles. TJ, you're up first. Give me one. You, then Eugene one, then me one. Um, so first film up recently watched for me is The Color Out of Space. What Ooh, an awesome, yeah. awesome movie. Yep. Uh, 2019, directed by Richard Stanley, starring Nick Cage. What an absolute trip of a movie i loved it it was like a combination to me of like the thing meets um i'm trying to remember what the other movie was and i was thinking it was like a really weird combo but it's just it's body horror but it's trippy the use of color is absolutely amazing i thought the acting was great i thought nick cage was awesome in this um the film looks gorgeous it shot well the whole thing is just badass. If if you like weird horror that's trippy as shit, this is definitely worth the watch. I give it a I give it a, a four out of four out of five stars. I, I'm excited that Richard Stanley's back making films because, dude, I I hope this right here keeps him rolling with some more stuff because it's just awesome, just awesome. 
I'm right there with you. It's the best movie I've seen uh, thus far in uh, 2020, along with The Hunt. It's right, like, The Hunt and Color Out of Space are both neck and neck for my favorite movies so far this year. Oh, cool. He, uh, he, I have the Blu-ray, and there was a, a short but very informative kind of making of thing on there, and he actually hinted about possibly doing the Dunwich Horror, which I just got done reviewing. He, he made reference to that he might want to take that one on and uh, bring it on. Give that guy more work because that movie was great. I wish I could have seen it on the big screen, but it is what it is. Oh, oh yeah. I, I also watched that uh, documentary as soon as I was done with the film. Yeah. I flew Because that was on, on the, my rental. So that's what I am definitely picking a copy up of very soon because. That I can see that being a yearly watch type film because Same here. it's just su- such a mind bender. Yep, agreed. Eric, you need to watch it. Put it on your October list. I think we lost Eric. I think he's gone. Yeah, it says re- it says reconnecting on my Skype. Oh, right now, great! So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll. <laughs> So, so Eugene, what what have you watched lately? Oh, let's see here. I got my Vinegar Syndrome uh, monthly package, which had, um, oh, jeez. There's a, a Yuli Lamel movie. Uh, he's a guy that directed Boogeyman and Devonsville Terror. Actually, uh, hold on here. Boogeyman. Because I've, it, the movie that I'm watching with, uh, that he directed, it goes by a couple different names. And Linda, uh, Susan Love is in this one. Uh, she's also in, uh, Boogeyman and Devonsville Terror. Uh, hold on here. What is that movie called? The, the Vinegar Syndrome, uh, Blu-ray is called Olivia. Um, but it also goes by, uh, what's the other names it goes by? Um, well, anyway, it was put out in the UK under a different name, Prozzi, maybe. Anyway, over here, it's Olivia. And the new Vinegar Syndrome release is, I guess, the only uh, full, uncut version of this movie ever since the VHS days. And thus far, it's really good. I like, like, Yuli Lamel's movie. Have you watched the original Boogeyman from 1980? And now we lost TJ. It's just... Me, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing that they're, I'm guessing they're still taping. Uh, I'm just gonna keep right on rolling with Olivia. Um, so she sees her mom at, in the beginning, she sees her mom get murdered by this, her mom's prostitute and this John murders her. And then years later, she's in a loveless relationship and she decides, ah, why not? I should give prostitution a try because, eh, let's see what happens. And then she gets, <laughs> she gets kind of killy and rapey. And, and it's, it's good so far. Um, that's very weird. We just, uh, a major plot point just happened and now we're jumping four years later and that's kind of where I stopped it. So, um, yeah, for some reason the cover here says the, a taste of sin on IMDb. So that might be one of the numerous names that this movie is, but so far it's very Yuli Lamel esque. Which is, I think, a pretty good yeah. thing. Um, so I can't see you, TJ. Can you see me? No, I cannot see you. I can hear you, okay. but I can't see you. Well, then let's just keep on rolling. Eric is... He's... Color out of space. He's He's gone. Vanished. 
So I'll I'll, rev- I'll review another one, I guess. Sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> I watched uh, a movie called The Dust Walker the other day, um, which I hadn't even heard of, but it was one of those, like, I had a rent one, get one free rental thing. Um, so I was like, ah, this could be interesting. The cover looks cool. It's like this big, uh, beholder, uh, monster thing. And so I rented it anyway and I threw it on and the film looked good. The effects were pretty good, but this was probably the most poorly edited and paced movie I have seen in many, many, many years. Like, it just kind of plods along, plods along, plods along, Ugh. plods along. Nothing really happens, but and when stuff does happen, the pacing doesn't really change. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those, and it just seems like it's a whole bunch of scenes of interesting, of like different things that are happening, just kind of thrown together. There's, it doesn't even feel like there's a rhyme or reason for it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're at the end and roll credits. Uh. <laughs> and you're not even sure. Like, I'm like, what the hell actually happened? I'm very confused. Uh, you know, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I never really could follow. I mean, I got the general gist of it, but. It just, it makes no sense. It, it's unfortunate because like I said, the movie looked, the movie looked pretty good and, uh, it just was so poorly edited. That stinks when there's a movie that, you know, that there's a seed of a good idea in there or there, like, you know, there's just this one certain thing that's like broken in the movie. Like say the acting is fine, but the pacing is off or that it should have been tighter edited or whatever. Yeah. That's, I mean, that. Yeah, and the acting really wasn't even that bad, truthfully, you know. It was, uh, it's just, it, it's not like the, the script, you know, the script itself, like the dialogue, everything was fine. It just, this is one of those movies where the editing just absolutely killed the movie. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay, so that sounds like a miss, correct? Yeah, I mean, I give it a, I give it a, I give it a three. I mean, I give it a one and a half out of five stars just because it did look good. And, you know, the score and stuff was all right. And the effects looked okay. But, you know, that's probably being generous. (laughs) But I've I've seen way worse. At least, you know, it it just, yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Well, there's that. I, um... I watched, and I'm sure that you've seen this, but just with, with, with what everything is that's going on right now with this coronavirus, I watched 28 Days Later here back when things were starting to go to hell. And then last night I finished up 28 Weeks Later when things are officially have gone to hell. Uh, you've yeah. seen both of these movies, I'm assuming? Many, many times. Oh. I've actually been, uh, I've actually been getting ready to do a rewatch of both because I haven't seen either one in probably three or four years yep. since the last Same. time I watched them. I got to say, TJ, 28 Weeks Later is almost equal to 28 Days Later. I love 28 Weeks Later. It's just fast-paced and brutal. And it's like big-budget action scenes sprinkled throughout that thing where they were firebombing the city. And then we got Apache helicopters just laying waste to zombies. And I loved this movie. I loved this movie. Every time I watch it, and this now, this movie is now 13 years old. Every, I think every time I watch it, I like it more than I did the last time. 
Um, it's great. Jeremy Renner is great in this. It's just weird to see like some of these actors that's like, oh, Jeremy Renner, like he's big time now, but back then he was just, he's just this soldier guy that gets cooked alive. Um, and I'm pretty sure yeah. that that girl, the, the tween in this, um, is that Imogen Poots? It's gotta be. It looks just like, yeah, it is. Imogen Poots. I, uh, Idris Elba. I was gonna say, I haven't seen it for so long, I yeah. can't remember, but I, I remember their cast being really good. Oh, the cast is That great. was one, um, that was one of those films that I kinda didn't like it the first few times I watched. Not like I didn't hate it, but it was like, this isn't the first film. Yeah. Uh, kinda, and then it started kinda growing on me, and, I liked it. I don't know, maybe not quite as much as you, but I still really liked it. So I'm anxious to go back now that there's been, you know, four or five years in between viewings of those films and do a back to back of them. Yeah. It's, they're, they're great. They, they both hold up so good. This one here, I was afraid on this watch. I'm like, ah, uh, I'm afraid that like it's going to start to be dated as far as like technology goes. But other than the fact that they don't have smartphones, this feels like a movie that could have could have come out like yesterday. Like the the special effects hold up great, uh, and uh, again, other than the fact that at, if this would be made today, everybody would have a smartphone, and that's how they would have been communicating. Right. But this is thirteen years ago. But uh, right, man, this movie is just especially the scene when you watch the scene where they're trying to get away in this car, and Jeremy Renner uh, has to get out of the car and start pushing the car as these. Soldiers in hazmat suits are walking down the street with flamethrowers, and you know he's gonna get cooked. It is just horrifying. That scene is horrifying to me for some reason, and it's such such a well shot scene and a well shot movie. Uh, but highly recommended, especially. I mean, I know that now people may not want to watch something like this, but I don't know. For me, it's almost therapeutic when I watch movies like this. Like, yeah, this this is. Fantasy. I know that what's going on now is real, but this is kind of like the the crazy fantasy version of that, and it just I don't know. Right. My little horror heart loves that stuff. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. Oh, Judas, Hi, there Eric. he is. Hey, hey, guess what? Uh, sh- big shout out to Audacity um, because my computer just crashed uh, for whatever reason. That's Ooh. never happened before, ever, and uh, I was like, well. I might have lost the whole episode, oh. but I went and opened Audacity, and it said, would you like to recover the last thing that you did? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I would. And boom, there it was. Every well, time. We, we kept going for you, man. We didn't stop. We're like well, good little soldiers. We trucked on. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would. Why do I? I, I now Skype's not. Oh, this is. Movie I'm looking freedom. at Eugene's frozen Dumb face. Oh, it's, it's never frozen on a good thing. It's always frozen on oh, like, like a, yeah. tongue half out and boogers falling yeah, out my it, nose. And, yeah. <laughs> Am I moving I, for you? I can see both of you guys moving. Yeah, you're, fine. you're you're like uh, like not even VHS quality. You're it's not looking good. What's wrong with VHS quality, uh, elitist? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, and then, like you move and then you're like there's like a. It's very trippy, actually, almost. I it's frozen. You're I, I got audio, but no video. Uh, yeah, I've got a little. I've got a little thing on my screen that says reconnecting. There is a poor network connection, but you guys are coming through fine. So I don't know. Eh, Skype. <laughs> and now you're both gone. Now you're both. Yeah, this riveting, riveting entertainment. 
<laughs> movie uh, freak. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Where are we at? Whose turn is it? Eugene? You your, it's your turn. It's your turn. <laughs> Great. Uh, I do agree with what you were saying, though, Eugene. I may, I'm not even the horror guy, but we just watched 20 Days Later not too long ago, and that really fired me up to watch 28 Weeks Later. I haven't got around to it yet, but I'm going to here in the very near future. But I felt the same way. It was like, in these kind of times, we need... It might be kind of important to watch these kinds of things because we're, I'm 40, you're a little older than me. We have never seen anything like what's going on with the coronavirus right yeah. now. Uh, so I don't think it's weird. I mean, in my uh, parents' time, they were dealing with polio. They had, my parents have the mark on their shoulder from getting the injection. Uh, Same so, with mine. And, oh, my freaking, the, the kids, the teenagers today, I... Oh, they know everything, and we're so stupid. And so, when do I get, when I, do I get to go back to my friend's house? Why do I? Why are you making me stay here? I'm sick of it. I'm so sick. Of it. So, so just, just you know, some survival knowledge for you fellas, because I'm good. I can you know survive out in the wilderness for times, but. There's a bunch of seasons of Survivor Man on Amazon Prime right now. You guys need to watch that so you can learn how to make, you know, catch animals with like deadfalls and eat plants and different stuff like that. You guys will be fine. It might take me, it might take me a couple months to get to you guys so you gotta hold off till then. Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I've got a, I've got the, uh, U.S. Army, uh, book, uh, handbook on survival, uh, which is, about three phone books thick and made of the same paper. So it, it literally will tell you uh, <laughs> how to snare a rabbit, how to load a gun, how to murder a person. It's all in that book. Uh, my turn. Okay. Uh, what the hell do I want to talk about? Oh, just Eugene frozen dumb Skype face. <laughs> oh, take a picture of it, please. I want to see it. And that's what ca- crashed my computer last time. <laughs> But, but let's try this again. Here oh, we go. As my house just blows up. Uh, I mean, you're like, boo. It's like TerraVision, Eugene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put both of your pictures together. <laughs> oh, you look so dumb. <laughs> just, That's just a natural look for my, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you're screen. gone again. Oh. It's not the worst screen cap I've ever grabbed of you, I'll tell you, that, to be honest. No, there was one where my mouth was, I was like almost like doing a Toxic Avenger type look going on, where it's like it felt like my eye, one eye was hanging down and my mouth was kind of. Oh, I've got, I've got one where your your mouth is open, just like you're begging for the cock. Uh huh. I remember that one. I your one eye is half rolled back in your head because you're talking about somebody you hated. Just, just and was, ecstasy. Just ecstasy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a movie called Cash. When the and the S, the S in Cash is a it's a dollar sign. Have you guys no, heard of this no, movie? No, no. I have not. I have not either. Of course not. Why would you? Because it was some piece of shit that went. Oh, a man meets up with two good guys to recover what is unlawfully his, that doesn't make any sense, taking them to his whirlwind ride, doing things they never would have imagined just to survive. Why in the world would I watch this movie? Starring Sean Bean, Chris Hemsworth, Portia something, or Victoria something, uh, Mike Starr, 
You might not know the name, but you would know the face. Glenn Plummer. Again, might not know the name. You'd know the face. Uh, hey, there's a lot of name people in this thing. I was like, oh, is it Mike? Check- what is it? Mike Starr, the singer from Steel Panther. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, maybe, but also not. Uh, not this Mike Starr. He's the. I'm telling you, if you guys would Google him, you would know exactly who he is. He's one of those henchmeny type gangster guys uh, that's been in just shitloads of stuff. Um, I, I, boy, I don't even know what if I name something. You, you just have to, you just have to look him up. He's one of those faces. I get it. Let me see here. I want to see if I can bring up something that you might know him from. I really like the guy, even though he's mostly a douchebag. Oh, he was in Dumb and Dumber. Uncle Buck, Miller's Crossing. Uh, anyway, this film, the reason that I watched it, it was on Canopy, or not Canopy, duh. It was on Pluto TV, one of those cycling movies, and I was like, oh, but it's got some name actors. Isn't that Chris Hemsworth before he was Chris Hemsworth? Yes. Yes, it is. And so I watched it, and it's basically uh, Sean Bean, or the, they, he comes, uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth comes across a bag of money, and then Sean Bean is like a gangster guy, or hired by the gangsters, and He's coming to get his money back, and he makes him, Chris Hemsworth and his wife or girlfriend, fiance, whatever the hell she is, do things until they pay all the money back. And that's where the comedy comes in. At first, I thought this was going to be a serious thriller, but then it turns into a mix of thriller comedy. And it's a thing that exists. Like, it's not the most painful watch ever had in my life, but uh, I'm not saying anybody should go watch it. Are you guys there? Or did no, I, yeah. hi, oh, hi. No, I, no, I, I wasn't we're, sure we're, if I was getting the silent treatment. Are you, did I bore you with my stupid review? <laughs> you have lulled us into a sense <laughs> of bewilderment with your review. <laughs> oh, hey, congratulations. You now feel exactly the same way that I felt watching this movie. <laughs> I was like, I should turn this off because it's shitty. Also, can't turn this off. <laughs> it's kind of like a car crash that you can't uh, look away from. No, but... no it, it was it was kind of like a car crash. It was more like a fender bender that kind of happened. And the people leaned out the window and were like, hey, we bumped into each other. Yeah, I know, eh? It, it It's the Canadian headlock of movies. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry, eh? You good? You good, eh? <laughs> you good, eh? Good, eh? Have a nice day. It, I, it, it was... This was... This was an absolute curiosity. It was very interesting to watch, but at the same time, it was... Why were all of these decisions made? I, I don't understand, but yet I continue to watch, so I guess they won. <laughs> They won. Cash, ladies and gentlemen, with the dollar sign for the S. Just to be clear. Hey, in case anybody wanted to know, my wizarding name is Saren. Saren Saren Clothdile Zabini. That is my official wizarding name. Just thought you should know that. This is what he does while while I'm talking about things he doesn't give a shit about. (laughs) I just, it popped up on my Facebook feed and I'm like, huh, I wonder what that is. Why are you on your Facebook? We're we're doing a show right now. We're recording a show. It's in the background. No, it shouldn't be up. It shouldn't be up. (laughs) 
So from now on, just Saren. Saren, but Saren Clothdial, um, Zabini. Saren, Cloth- Saren Eugene Geller. <laughs> uh, Hold on, say that again, please. Sarah, Sarah Eugene, oh. Saren Eugene Geller. No, Saren is S E R E N. Just make sure you spell that right. Saren. I'll spell Sarah. Spell it again. S E R E N. Cloth, uh, cloth idol. Oh, what a, Gell- what a kick-ass middle name, cloth dial. Saren Zabini. No, your middle name is Eugene. It's uh, Saren Eugene Geller. That's what I have. That's what I have written down. Cloth dial is the pussiest ever. Like knitting. That's a knitting name. Cloth dial. Oh, it's it's very very medieval. It's not. It, well, it is medieval. It's not metal though. I'll get <laughs> Zabini. It could be something. Could be something cool like thumb mead drinker dragon's bane <laughs> yeah. or something cool. <laughs> Uh, see you guys. Just uh, I'm, I'm trying to focus on movies now. Or yeah, let's get back to movies. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'm too busy on Facebook. You troll. Uh, <laughs> it was up in the background. Yeah. Why? Uh, I, whatever. My turn over. Commitment committed. Got next. Uh, TJ. Um. I'm trying to think here. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, now it's I, time for I, him. To, he's taking a note from Eugene. It's like, oh, my turn. <laughs> now I'll start looking at IMDb. Eugene, what did you uh, review? 28 weeks later? Uh, yeah, and uh, some other movie from Yuli Lamel. Uh, what was it called? I don't um, care. Days. I'll figure it out in the edit. Uh, I did. <laughs> I did the color out of space and um, the dust walker. See, now that is a metal name. <laughs> I will not, take Zabini and Clydesdale cloth, or whatever. whatever. Cloth binder or whatever you are. <laughs> so I can talk about one more movie if you want. <laughs> we got one more round. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, because of everything going on and whatever, I decided I needed something uplifting. So I rewatched Grandma's Boy again for the I don't know how many a time. And laugh my ass off, as always. Absolutely love that movie. Funny as hell. And uh, I just I just love it, man. It's just a beautiful movie, and I love it. And you guys should probably watch it if you haven't seen it in a while, because it'll make you laugh and forget about shit for a little bit. Uh, I've That's... seen it a hundred times. How can <clears throat> you see me? <laughs> Great movie. I want... I want you to watch this movie. <laughs> you know. What does that mean? High score, what does that mean? Did I break it? Did I break it? My doll's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, she's got a she got a coal sore. Oh, it's, uh, Eugene, maybe the next time we do a top 10, it should be comedies. Yeah. Have we, have we done comedies before? Uh-huh. But Grandma's Boy would definitely be in the top 10 somewhere. I love that movie. I do too. Well, speak of the devil. Someone, watch do- it, someone's they're... dog is shitting in my yard. <laughs> Who cares? I fertilize it, baby. As far as comedies go to me, that has some of the best rewatchability. As far as, you know, there's a lot of comedies you watch once or twice. Eh, 
loses his thing. That's what I can just throw on over and over. It's like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, um, is, you know, you, or uh, Galaxy Quest movies that I can just throw on time and time again, and I still laugh my ass off. So, look around. Can you construct a rudimentary lathe? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm crewman number 19 <laughs> but You're not gonna die, guy <laughs> Is there air? You don't know if there's air Is there air? <laughs> um, just FYI, Captain Um, you know, we got it fixed and stuff Just thought I'd let you know Donny Shalhoub absolutely kills me in that movie Him and Sam Rockwell, best part Sam of Sam Rockwell, it. oh <laughs> oh, unbelievable! I just, uh, that's my favorite part. Of that whole movie absolutely slays me. Is when he stops everything. Everybody's panicking. He stops everything to ask him if he can construct a lathe. <laughs> <sighs> the pig lizard thing turned inside out. What? <laughs> What do you mean the pig lizard? It's fine. It's inside out. It's fine. It'll probably be fine. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, Saren, you're too quiet. Oh, is that? I'm, yeah. Oh, you're you're surfing the internet. Okay. Uh, your turn. Review something. Um, that, was that uh, Galaxy Quest that you were talking about? Yeah. Yes. All right, I thought so. Yes. Um. <laughs> ass. Um, the Invisible Man. Unleashed the Omega 13. Okay, Invisible Man 2020. It's a good movie, but eh, too long. Uh, Leah Winnell directed it, and uh, uh, watch a woman abused for an hour and a half. It's like, okay, I get it. Let's get the comeuppance already, and then it happens, and then roll credits. It was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, first ten minutes by, by, were probably the best part of the movie. Where she's trying to escape her abusive husband, and I just I I knew is it, it, it it is husband. I thought it was a boyfriend. Nope, husband. Oh, and uh, I just you, I I could see where this was going. I'm like I'm going to be watching most of this movie with her being abused and then being like this guy's going to be messing with her. And well, that's and that's what the trailer was like. Yeah, the trailer is, gives is it she away. Crazy, is she yeah. crazy or not? And so then everybody thinks she's crazy, and everybody thinks she's you know. And I'm like, oh, it's frustrating, but it's a good movie. It's well made. Uh, yeah. e- even at two hour, uh, two hours and five minutes, it's a little too long. But I wasn't bored. It's the hunt. I think to, at least the hunt to me was way better. But that's more my style of movie. This was still good, um, but. It just when I see someone abused for that long, it's it gets frustrating. It's like, come on! I right. have a tendency and, of losing interest when that stuff starts to happen. That just is not my thing, especially when it's carried. You know, it's it's okay if it's used to to advance the story for me, but when it ends up just being the focus of the story, I I I'm usually out. Yeah, <laughs> so. and that's it's. Well, it's, it shows pretty much everything in the trailer. I mean, it's there it is. So you know what's going to happen. And there's a, a little bit of a, not plot twist, but there's, well, yeah, I guess it's a plot twist. But I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing there. And that's going to come back in the end. That's what's going to, how this is going to wrap up. And it does. It's fine. It was, it was good. I mean, I just, it was, it was good, not great. Um, whereas The Hunt, which I was expecting to be good, not great. That was great. That was awesome. 
So, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of the uh, <clears throat> do you call it the mistaken identity thing or the the questioning? Oh, is this really happening? Is this not really happening? Yep. Some sometimes that can be very well done, but most of the time, in my opinion. It's not well done. It's frustrating. It Agreed. It is annoying. It's irritating. So, would you say this falls under it was decently well done, or it's just irritating? I mean, it's it's decently... Like, the whole way through, I was... Here's the thing. Like, the first... Oh, maybe the first 45 minutes to an hour were definitely, to me, the best part. When things get start getting really crazy, and then she really starts getting accused of stuff... That's when I, I'm like, oh, this is frustrating. But when he was just starting to mess with her a little bit, uh, I, that's a great use of not having much of a budget uh, is you just good camera angles. And, you know, she's sitting in a room and she's looking around like there's nothing going on. But you're like, he's in there somewhere. And that that was creepy. And that was well done. But once he starts to ramp up his tauntings and then she starts getting accused of stuff and like... Uh, I see where this is going, and now she's the crazy person. Let's lock her up because she's crazy, and she's doing this and this and this. I don't like that. Me too. I don't like that. Yep. That's why, I, that was that movie, um, oh, what was it? The guy from Blair Witch Project was in it, and, um, oh, the director, uh, what's his name? The director of uh, Solaris and Ocean's Eleven. We're completely drawing a blank right now. I know oh, what you're talking about. Uh, but uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh, yes. His, oh, what was that movie called where she gets locked up? Mistaken oh, idea. Oh, the thing that was on a, he filmed it on a cell phone. Yes, and that was the same. Un, like, complete, unsane. Unsane. Just the same thing where it's like, ah, it's frustrating and you know that this guy's messing with her and she's being accused of it and blah, 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 blah. It's, ah, I don't like well, that. Well, there's, the, there's even that uh, uh, part of Cloud Atlas where they trick the guy into going to a, retirement home and signing some papers and then he's trapped there where I, it just frustrates the hell out of me. But it, it's, there's some relief in that because he escapes or finds a way to escape or is working to escape, uh, you know, that, okay, good. Cause that's what I would do. It just, man, that's bullshit. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. But it's, it's good. Um, but I, I should have had a little bit of lower expectations. Um, there you go, man. I'm glad uh, they've been jacking the- up the expectations though online. Like everybody's been saying, this movie is the shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard as well. That's why it's yeah. interesting to hear a little more in depth about it. Yeah, and again, it's very, very well made, uh, and it's even for a two-hour movie. I, I wasn't bored, just frustrated. That was that's the best way to describe it, I guess. So yeah, I understand. Uh, I don't since uh, my computer crashed. I don't have time. Where are we at on time? Uh, an hour and thirty-five. Okay, I'll do one more and we'll do coming soon and wrap up. Uh, since you talked about 28 weeks later, supposedly, I'll find out in the edit, but uh, yeah, I watched 28 Days Later with the wife. She said, hey, can we watch that again? I was like, sure. Pulled out that DVD, and it's still a fantastic, really good movie. But, man, is it kind of rough to look at? And this is kind of a conversation you, uh, Eugene and I had in text that I wanted to have on the show. Uh because I was like, how, how is this shot? Was this 16 millimeter? And you told me it is mini DV blown up to 35 millimeter. 
which is somehow worse than 16 millimeter blown up. Oh, yeah. I know that. Be- yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know that because the uh, uh, original Evil Dead was shot in 16 millimeter, and they. I own the Blu-ray of that movie, and it looks way better than than 28 Days Later. Uh, that's fucked up. <clears throat> uh, the movie itself is still totally solid. It's just. It's really rough to look at, and that's coming from a guy who is sitting next to at least 150 VHS tapes that he is going to watch. Uh, wow, it is rough. Uh, is the Blu-ray any better? Yeah, um, well, the sound is incredible on the Blu-ray, and the picture quality is, because uh, I had the DVD, it is a bit better. It's an older Blu-ray, but I think at this point they can't make it, you can't do something with quality that only goes so far because mini DV right. is such a low res at this point yeah. and then so I I mean I, I it's okay but you can just tell it's like oh this is it's like just smeary that's what that, the best way to describe the blu-ray is it's just this smeary mess oh the, See, DVD, got- the DVD is just blocky it, it's it's <sighs> I, I mean, it's better than our Skype call right now, which is frozen, uh, but it is just blocky and, and, and it's not, it looks like the best way I can describe it is it looks like a security camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. when, you're, when you're trying to see something from a long distance or you see those posts on Facebook, have you seen this guy? It's like, are you kidding? It's a white blob. Everybody's seen that guy. I am that guy. It's a mess. Uh, have I'll be seen- I'll be interested I'll be interested to see that because I, I was telling Eugene I said I, I've got a I've got a, a double feature DVD that's got both the original uh, 28 days and 28 weeks and it's been four or five years since I've watched it so I'm I've never watched it on my big screen downstairs so I'm gonna be interested to throw it in the theater room and see how it looks you know nice well report back because it's been a while since I watched 28 days later. And I knew that it was a little uh, dicey on the on the video quality, but that was by design, and that's fine. Uh, but this watch, I was like, "Damn, this is gr- this is ugly," and not in a complimentary way. It's just, eh, eh. <laughs> and I don't usually say that. I'm again, I collect VHS, uh, but Me I've too. got I've <laughs> got some I've got some VHS tapes that look better than this DVD. <clears throat> Uh, uh, but we'll, uh, how, what about 28 weeks later? How was that shot? Did you already talk about that? That was, I, I think that was either six, that might've been 16 millimeter. I mean, the, the Blu-ray looks incredible. It looked okay. great. I mean, I watched it last night and it was fantastic. Well, I'll be reporting on the DVD here in the next week or two. I haven't seen that in forever. Great. It's, it's so great. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, Okay. You want to do coming soon wrap up? Yep. All sure. right. TJ, you're up first. Um, I have the new Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks coming up. I think it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I think is the name of that. If I remember correctly, um, just rented it. I actually got to finish watching it so I can take it back. Cause I'm still old school and rent from red box. Cause we still have those. <laughs> I'm also going to be watching once upon a time in Hollywood, which I have not seen yet. Cause I just haven't had time to watch a three hour movie. And I probably will be watching the director's cut of Dr. Sleep coming up this week and 28 days and 28 weeks later. Nice. Director's cut of Dr. Sleep is good stuff. 
Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time, Hollywood. Good, good shit. Uh, Eugene. Oh, I got a couple of, couple new Andy Sidaris movies here. Uh, Hard Hunted and Fit to Kill. <sighs> Those. The excitement. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're excited about your coming soon. You're oh. so excited. You're like, I'm going to watch this. Every time Shit. another Andy Sidaris movie comes out, I'm like, oh, I got to buy that. So I have all his movies. So they're all in the row on my shelf. This is the problem with being a completist, Eugene. I know, I know, because Andy Sidaris, he has a couple good movies, uh, and then he's got the other ones, and I got them all. Picasso, Trigger, Savage Beach, Do or Die, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Oh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, that's a yeah, was, good time. Yeah, that was okay. That sounds, sounds like a punk song. I got a hard ticket to Hawaii, yeah. I'm going there next week. Yeah, it's... With about four chords. Um, uh, yeah, I got those going on. Uh, another Vinegar Syndrome title called Bloodline. Uh, Hell Riders, that title is awesome, but there's no way it's going to be that good. And then, of course, the uh, the creme de la creme would be Malabimba, the malicious whore. I can't wait to watch that on my new squeaky clean Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome. I love me some Malabimba, which I've reviewed on this show before, by the way. On the yeah, and I'm trying to recall if it was a positive or a negative. Oh, it was positive. Oh, it was. <laughs> Is that Sarah and Eugene Geller's girlfriend? I think so. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just the name itself. This is from um, uh, Andre Bianchi. He directed uh, Burial Ground, which is oh, which is which. Mommy, mommy, it smells of death in here. Yeah, it's it's full of nights of terror. Yep, and this one here, there's oh, it's I remember there's this girl because it's a, it's an Exorcist ripoff, and pretty sure there's this girl that tries to have sex with a teddy bear. Maybe we'll see <laughs> upon rewatch. I will disturbing re- than what happens in uh, <sighs> the, uh, nights, whatever. Yeah, yeah. mommy, mommy, <laughs> uh, that that was bothersome. That was bothersome. Um, are you done? Oh, okay. there's a bunch of other stuff I got in the. <laughs> On the pile, but that's that's uh, we'll, we'll keep her with that sorceress. I'm gonna rewatch sorceress. That's a Jim Wynorski didn't direct it, but he uh, he he had his he had his his mitts on that one. Uh, I actually didn't hate that one. It's not awful. Yeah, it's entertaining. Yes, yeah, that's the, that's the twin, great. the blonde twins, and when the one yeah. has sex, the other one she's like, "Ooh, I feel funny." I'm like ah, I see what's going on there, and there's a little. There's like a little back thing in there. <laughs> Remember that TJ? What's his like a little uh, fawn? It, like it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's got it's got dwarves and yeah, dwarves some other and, stuff. Yeah. It's been a while since I haven't oh. I watched it last year, but it actually is not awful, for, especially no. for Wynorski joy. Yeah, oh, I love when like when the girls would get all horny and just you see this little fawn over there, just like <laughs> I see what he's you're gonna doing. play his magic. He's gonna play his magic flute. Uh-huh. You see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a. Yep. Eric's just over shaking his head. No, I'm just. Oh, the clips. Oh, the intro clips. I'll be pulling from this. Tell me more about when the girls are horny and the goats. That's. <sighs> I just know what future Eric's gonna edit. I just know it. <laughs> Oh, and in the end, you're, in the end, there's this, there's this tiger or this lion that's flying in the air, and then this woman's head's flying in the air, and laser beams, and and oh, and then the very end, I think. Well, yeah, there's lots of mounting in it. Uh, lots of mounting. 
No, but seriously, when the Fawn shows up, the, that Fawn was awesome because it's just this really bad actor in with like wearing goat legs and this he kind of tries to hobble around. He has his little Fawn like whatever the little flute thing is, but he never uses it because he just ah, he just it's great. Oh, he's probably my favorite character of the whole movie. He is. Well, uh, the blonde girls are. Yeah, he is. The, the yeah, the little goat boy. <laughs> Jim Brewer would be proud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we get intros. We just let Eugene out there to drive, let him talk. We just shut the fuck up and let him go. <laughs> oh. Oh, I I have lost control of the show. Where are we? What's happening? Oh, he's honking again. I can't. Oh, <coughs> oh my stomach hurts. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I haven't oh laughed God. that hard in a while. I mean, this should we're an hour and 50 minutes now. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, I gotta edit this shit, and we're doing two a week. It's bullshit. Okay, uh, is it my turn for coming soon? Is that where we're at? Yep. Hello? I'm yeah. here. Oh, yeah, I, I thought yeah, I lost it's your you. Turn. thought I lost you. Uh, coming soon for me, uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Eugene was nice enough to get on Voodoo, and I'm gonna uh, get that checked off, uh, because I love that book, and I read it in high school. Wait, they made a movie of that? I didn't. I was unaware of this as well, but then I was uh, perusing Eugene's voodoo, and there it was. TV like show. It's a, it's a miniseries. Yeah. Huh. I, I guess I need to track that down. Yeah, I didn't know it either. So I am going to get on that because I love the book, and I don't really give a shit if it's a terrible translation. It's Stephen King. I have to see it. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I've got, oh boy, I've got a bunch of, um, VHS. I've started watching again. What was that one thing I... Damn it. Savage Angel or some shit I watched. I don't, I forgot to write it down. But I got it here in the case. The Revengers coming soon. POW The Escape. All kinds of glorious VHS goodness, I'm sure, on this, uh pandemic shutdown. I'm going to get into some epics, too, like The Deer Hunter. I've got a couple of double tapes I need to get off my shelf. Uh, Spartacus, Ben-Hur, Ten Commandments, Dr. Zivago. I'm going to give that a rewatch. We'll see if I get around to it. Okay. Anything else you guys want to add for this episode? Are we seriously hour 50? Uh (laughs) Almost. Jesus fucking Christ. Time flies when you're having a good time, man. Or your computer is blowing up and shutting down and shitting itself. (laughs) I'm glad I finally got to to come back on, though, with you guys, man. I've I've missed this right here, being able to chat with you guys and laugh. And this was a perfect time to do it for me, you know. And uh, I hope everybody that listens to this gets to laugh as much as we did. If not, 
you have no soul. Yeah. As, as hey. Sharon Eugene Geller would say, <laughs> nah, you guys, movie Marines. See, I don't like how you took a really cool, tough wizarding name and turned it into... into what, you think Sharon <laughs> is a tough wizarding name? Oh, that would be tough. Like, if, if my, my attire would be, like... Well, yeah, black robe and wand, I guess. My wife, <laughs> I guess I my wife has tight robe and a wand. My <laughs> wife has a friend. She's 5'1". Her name is Saren. Yeah, but it's S-E-R-E-N. Yeah, it's the same, I think. I mean, what, are you going to quibble over vowels? How I mean, about if Saran? you had an I in there, Ooh, it'd be tough. Saran. <laughs> it might have been. Rap. Saran rap. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally one step away from invisible plastic wrap for leftovers. As my wizarding name. See, because he's a wizard, so he's invisible with saran wrap. So I, didn't even, I wouldn't even have put that together with saran wrap, but that's pretty good. Uh, and I can't. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, thank I, you. I'll be here all week. Saran. Uh, yep. <laughs> Saren Eugene I'm Geller. I'm trying to come up with uh, <laughs> nickname rap. Obliviate. I'm trying to come up with some some spells. You know, obliviate, and of course the Avada Kedavra, like the Death Curse. The Death. You know, you don't. You don't. That's one that is pretty much restricted for Mister Voldemort himself. You don't. <laughs> eh. <laughs> what else? There's Leviosa. Leviosa. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Leviosa. Eric, you know that one well. The. Um, <laughs> What's the red rapiosa? Mm-hmm. No. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? There's the... Forgeticus. Oh, no, there is one that's... Uh, the, um, the, the, the Viticus something... <laughs> um, Harry Potter <laughs> spells. Oh, I guess this... I gotta Google it. I guess this arch enemy biggest dick is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Saren Geller is the weirdest uh, 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 wizard of all time. <laughs> He's like, hold on, I gotta Google this. We're catching spell. There it is, Incendio. That's a good one, Incendio. <laughs> that's the main stupefy. That's the one that kind of, yeah, that one. Uh, Asio. Asio. More. I can't. Ah, look. <laughs> You're quiet now. I'm. You guys still there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I am all tapped out of wizarding. <laughs> I don't believe you. That's uh, a wrap. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I. Start the way we began, and the way we began. We're gonna hit stop on the recording in three, two, one, stop. We did stop, right? I didn't. Oh. for listening.
Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.